Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, uh, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside my brother James, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. We have a lot to talk about tonight, but to be honest with you, we're going to keep it kind of brief because tonight was kind of rough. And uh, the Stars do lose by a final score of 4-3 to three tonight over, or to the Predators, excuse me. And uh, for the first time this season, and for the first time in a while, the Stars have dropped three in a row to begin the calendar year of 2024. So, James? Well, technically, me- Ryan. The stat is losing two in regular or three in regulation. So okay. we, we lost we, in we, overtime we, and one, but we, we've lost for the three first time this season, we have lost three games in a row. Okay. So what initial thoughts? Tell me what you're thinking right now. Yeah, that was rough. Man, watching this team without Mira Hayskin and is you're watching a completely different team. We've talked about this before. I mean, the the team does not move the same. The, the passes are not as crisp. Everything doesn't flow the same. Coughlin, one of the top leaders in time on ice in the entire league, is out of your lineup. And you have to fill that somehow. And you have to fill that with Nils Lundqvist and Joel Hanley. Like, that's, that's rough. And I expected it to be. And I was like, you know, maybe we could steal one tonight. But no. No, we can't. Let us know your comments uh, down in the comment section below, and uh, we'll try to get to some of those towards the end of the episode today. So let's just kind of go through the the periods, period by period, because we'll, we'll talk about the periods, and then we'll discuss uh, some storylines for tonight. Uh, the first period, it was it was uh, slop, I, I think is what I heard uh 
Owen Newkirk and uh, Versa Levine talk about on uh, the radio broadcast. I like listening to the intermission from them because they go through the period uh, almost play by play. It's pretty it's pretty cool, actually. But uh, seriously, it was complete slop in the first period. Is that a fair assessment, James? What do you think? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, no, no passes were connecting. Um, we were giving up some bad turnovers. Honestly, we were pretty lucky to escape that period down one. Well, and the, I mean, the, the, the national predators did not turn over the puck very much in the first period. The stars did and leads to a one, nothing lead for Nashville after the first period. The second period was probably the stars best period. It was by far their best period. They were, they were able to outscore the Nashville predators in the second period. They looked pretty good. The, the passes were starting to connect a little bit more, but what I want to talk about with uh, the second period is the fact that the first period was bad. And this continues to kind of be a trend for the Dallas stars. And the fact that they're not very good in the first period and they have not been for the past month and a half or two months. Yeah. I mean, I'm not fully concerned about it because I don't think that's the reason we lose tonight. I don't think it's the reason we lose most nights. Uh, we're slow in the first period and it doesn't help when you're missing Miro Haskinen and you have Scott Wedgwood in for the 10th or 11th straight. It's, it's, it's tough to, I, I mean, the team was playing very, very hard without Otter in that. And that was, that was pretty apparent by the sudden increase in goal scoring that we had. And we were just outscoring everything, outscoring everything. And the, and Wedgwood would let in three game and it was fine because we were scoring four a game. And now Wedgwood's letting in four a game and we're only scoring three a game or, or we're scoring four a game and still losing. But, but it, it's just, it, it's just run out. Like we are, we just don't have enough to get over the hump at the end of three straight now. I mean, all three of those games, I mean, you're, you're talking about inches from winning the game or at very least tying it. And just on the other side, it's, it seems like every chance, every good chance they get goes in the back of your net. I mean, in. No, that's all I'm going to say for now. I'll hold it. I'll let you talk for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, let's get into the third period a little bit too. Uh, third period was not all that great either. Um, they let their foot off the gas a little bit. I know some of them were tired because they're playing more minutes than they're probably used to, uh, with, especially with Joe Hanley and, um, obviously Harley, who is the leader in time on ice tonight. We'll get to the, into that in a second, but I mean, what was the deal with the third period? Was it just, it all of a sudden became transition hockey and we weren't covering people like we should have been. What, what What's the deal here? I mean, I honestly thought it was pretty slow from both sides. I don't have the shot totals in front of me, but like it couldn't have been that high. It, it was it was pretty pretty slow from the get go from both teams. It was just both sides is whoever makes the turnover in that type of a game is it's going to end up costing them. And unfortunately, when you have Hanley and Lundquist and Suter all on the same D, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it it's it's a recipe for disaster. And it 
definitely felt like it tonight. I mean, we got trapped in our zone multiple times and it, we just couldn't make the pass out. Just never. And with the last three games, I haven't felt like the stars have been out of the game, but no. they just haven't done enough to deserve to win. And I don't just, think that's true because in two of those games, we only gave up 20 shots and the opponent scored four, four goals both times. So I, I don't know what more you are supposed to do when you only give up 20 shots against and four of them are going in the back of your net. I mean, yeah, but it's not always the amount of shots, James, but it's the quality of those shots it, and those chances. But we have more quality chances on our shots and the other team is saving them. It doesn't matter if you get more chances or less chances. It only matters if you save it or not. And right now, we aren't getting saves on quality chances. And that's because he's tired, yes, but it's not working. And it and it's happened three games straight now, and it feels like every chance they get, they're just they're putting it in the back of the net. And on the flip side, the stars are not putting it in the back of the net. And sorry, which is James, crazy because uh, we've got three a game and all of these, yeah. and it's still not enough. Like we are putting it in the back of the net, and we feel like we should be scoring five or six even. Like, yep. And one uh, one of the things was is specifically. Uh, Johnston tonight had a, had an opportunity. He was not able row, to put right? it away. Two games uh, in a row, he's had opportunities like that and hasn't scored. And Sagan scored a goal tonight, but he also had some opportunities and was not able to put it away. Uh, Pavelski had, uh, I don't think he had multiple ones, but there's one that I, I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Robertson, it, it, it's too. Robertson, Robertson, Robertson had scored. many, many chances, and on, only scoring one was pretty tough. So it's a mixture of things tonight, and I, I, I'm not feeling great about this, to be totally honest with you, because the Stars are in their first big skid of the season. They, they really are. They, I, they've, you know, I'm worried about it, but I'm only worried because of the players who are out. I mean, two of our top five players are out. Without a doubt, our top five players I would consider to be our top line, even though, I mean, they've kind of taken a step back and then you have Miro and then you have Otter and two of those people are out. They're both on defense and we're getting scored on four times a night. Like that, that's, that's what it comes down to when you score, when you can consistently score three goals a night, that should be enough to bare minimum win half your games. And it's, I disagree. it's not working anymore. I, no, you, not, you're wrong not because any, no, only a no, couple of teams anymore. in the league on average score three goals a night. That is not normal. There are like five or six teams in the league who are averaging over three goals a night, and the Stars are one of them. I really think the new the new two is three. It used to it used to be this used to be a three two league, and the fact that the games were, most games would be seen as three to two. I think most of the games nowadays are going to be four to three, and it's it's frustrating to to be on the opposite side for the last three games. And especially that first one against Montreal, we really felt like we should have won that game. But again, Montembeau stood on his head. Uh, Lankinen was good tonight, by the way, he was very good for his squad. And then just the, the craziness of the game against uh, Colorado, a really good team. They, you can never count them out. So it, it's just yeah, frustrating like, to. It, it's only frustrating 
because the other team has had the better goalie in the last like six games we played. And I don't, I don't think that's unfair to say maybe not the Blackhawks, the eight, one Blackhawks win, but like you look at all the last three losses we had. And then before that we played the Blackhawks and won five to four. And then we lost to the blues two to one and we beat the predators three to two. It's like, we are barely like barely, barely winning these games. And it feels like it's more in spite of the goaltending than because of the goaltending. Hi, Chris. Hi, and I'm glad to join right when James is talking about that because, boy, that was a terrible goaltending. It's not just one game anymore. It's been, this is the, the past three games have been pretty rough by Wedgwood. And honestly, it's been the past month. I mean, we saw a stat, we were watching at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's why I'm late. Sorry, boys. Um, but we saw us down the Predators broadcast. The Stars have had the best offense in the league since December 11th. That's, that's when why Otter went out. That's when Otter went out. And we were trying to cover for Wedgie. The offense has dried up. Sure, you can blame that. You can blame us not having the best offense. But two of these four goals were atrocious. Like, can't Nothing ever so. go in. Like, which ones? Which ones are you specifically talking about? The wraparound should never go in. The wraparound should never go in. Not in any world. The two-on-one, he got beat short side by a guy who has no shot. The shot was not hard. It was not placed well, and it still went in. I agree with you on the first one, not the second one. You can't get beat short side. He's cheating again on, on an odd man rush. And it was defended well. He got He took away the cross-crease pass, and he got beat short side. You can't get beat short side. That, that was First like thing. one. That was one of two odd man rushes the whole night. I mean, we gave them nothing on odd man rushes all night long. That was obviously the game plan. I mean, we were playing very passively to start the game. We knew that we were going to have a hard time with turning puck over, turning pucks over in our own end without mirror on the ice, and we played like it. Honestly, the first period, I really think that's why we played so sluggishly. It it's just it's frustrating that whatever. I don't want to talk about. it. <laughs> I, I i mean i said it's just been boiling for three games now because we, we were like oh the montreal game oh he lets in four he finally had a bad game and then it's again and then it's again yeah three and, times in a row and then, and then and then you look back at the run that he had and it's like he did it the entire time <laughs> he had like two games he had two really, really good games really solid great games and and he won those, those games for us but the rest are all one goal games and over half of them are comebacks. Yep. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on January 5th. The Devils are against the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks with a plus 310 and a New Jersey Devils team with a minus 395. The Hurricanes against the Capitals. The Hurricanes with a minus 166 and the Caps with a plus 140. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 
call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Okay, so before I get into that, I do want to say something about the two-on-one. The two on one, it's Luke Evangelista. He is he has a very good shot. He is a very good forward for the National Predators. He's a young guy. He's a rookie. So he's very good. And, good and that's fine. He has a good shot. The thing that bugs me more than anything is what happened before that play, before it even got into our own zone. Do you know what happened? Tell me. It's Hawkenpaw. Hawkenpaw. And, and and this goes into what you're talking about, James, with Miro, and that you have to know the situation of what you're in. Okay? You know that they're going to press a little bit more because your best defenseman is not on the ice. Hawkeball tries to pinch at the blue line, and it was a very, very ill-advised pinch. It's not like it was a, a 100% great play by the by Evangelista. It, it was not within his reach. And he decided to pinch at that, and it put Esselindel in a bad spot, and it put Wedgwood in a bad spot. When you know, you know the situation of what's going on. Wedgwood is in his 11th game. He has played every single minute since Otter has been out, and he put his goaltender in a situation like that. You have to know the situation of the game. He did it once the entire game. Okay, and you know know what? The entire game is the problem. And, and that is the and that that's the thing. That is the thing. You can't make those kind of mistakes when you know your best defenseman is out. You ha- you have to be better. Just you, like you, you're saying, Wedgwood has to be better. The fair excuses for Wedgwood, but you still have to say he sucked. He was still bad. Sure, he, not, he's played I, the last eleven games. Yes, yeah, that's tough for him. He still didn't and, play good. He didn't play good enough it, to give us a chance to win. He, he okay. He, and and he, this this is kind of a good segue into how James is feeling. And what really sucks about all three of these games, it's not like these three games we were like blown out and we had no chance. We didn't chance. play horrible. It's not like we didn't, we didn't play great. We, we, we didn't play bad. Exactly. We played good enough to win and we lost all three. And in, yes. in, in the Montreal game, it, it, for, for example, we absolutely 100% deserved to win that game. And then we deserve, and then we even had the deserve to win meter game for the, uh, for the Colorado game. It's just we made stupid mistakes at stupid times. That's why I'm really frustrated with Yanni Hockenpah on that particular goal because it was That's an so individual I mistake. Mean, when He had ahead, a ahead. great game. He really did. He was playing great defensively. He had to do a penalty kill by himself because Lintel took a dumb penalty. And he was coming back. He was breaking up stupid stuff in front of the net that our team was letting up. And one mistake is is he has to be covered. At some point, you have to cover one of your defensemen. And it felt like we didn't get anything from Wedgwood tonight. There was not yeah. one save where I was like, oh, he, should, he shouldn't have gotten all, that one. All the good chances the Preds got, they scored on. That's true. Every single one. I mean, you, you can't do more defensively than they did tonight other than be the stars of three years ago. Yeah, That's the how only many, way you can be better. Yeah, you can't play Bones hockey, that's for sure. How many shots did the Preds actually end up with tonight? It was a 21? 22. They had 22 22. shots and four goals. 
And they had 19 shots yeah. when they had four goals. You, you can not watch the game, and that's bad. That's some pretty bad stats. And uh, okay, and and I'm gonna pull this up too because I'm I'm all, I'm also frustrated about all of this. But at some point, you got to give him a rest. I I know that we've talked about the fact that he doesn't trust Matt Murray, but at some point, you have to have your hand forced. He, he he is digging Wedgwood into the ground, and it is causing the it is causing the stars to lose games. That's true. At this point, at this point, he is not able to make. He, he was okay tonight. Wedgwood was okay, but no, he, he still made. He he still made he still made some. He did not make some saves that we really needed. At he this point, any saves, Brian. Well, at least give Matt Murray the chance at this to point, prove yes. that he can do something. At this and point, it's not I agree. like these. And, and 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 at this point, it's not like these upcoming games that we have are against top teams in the NHL right now. Some of these games we're coming up on, they're not like top tier individual teams. It's not Vancouver. It's not Winnipeg. It's not any of these big teams. I mean, you got to give them a break. And this goes, and I know this is terrible to think about, but this goes back to when uh, he was, when Pete DeBoer was the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights and he dug his, I don't remember which goalie it was. I think it was Thompson into the ground. And th- you got to think that you, you got to give him a chance. Yeah. Otter's not ready yet. One more week and he will be ready. And then we can drag him in- through the mud and drag and burn him into the ground. Yeah. But you, you got to give Matt Murray a chance at this point. That's what I'm frustrated. The reason about. I Something's agree with you change. now is because it's been three games in a row where we play good enough to win and we're not given a chance by our goaltender. So it can't really get worse. I mean, I saw a lot of the comments saying Matt Murray's not good enough right now. I kind of tend to agree. You can't really get much worse right now, though. So Wedgie was playing better at the beginning of him having to be the starter with Otter out. He's obviously, he's definitely being overworked now. That's true. He still sucked tonight, and you can't give too many excuses for him because it was really bad. The worst goaltending performance I think we've seen from a star this year. But you got to give someone else a chance if he's gone three games in a row and couldn't give us a shot. So it's not going to hurt anything more, I feel like, to give Murray a chance. I mean, and it might. I mean, we might go the first period, we might give up three goals, we might put Wedgie back in. That's just the problem with the goalie depth on this team, I think. It, but, without having but, a number three, that's it's tough in the NHL now. So the problem is if you put Matt Murray in, he is staying in there the whole game. It doesn't matter if he lets in 10, he is staying in the net. Because there is Maybe. no point to put Wedgwood in when you're trying to rest him if Matt Murray has a not great game, which is I likely to happen. I agree with that as well. That's just what sucks. We're just in a bad spot. You go, you start the season without a number three goalie. We knew that was true, and we're paying for it right now with the, with three games in a row that we lose. I mean, that's really what it, it kind of feels like to me now. You're paying for a weakness on your roster. Okay, let, let, let's save some of the other stuff for tomorrow night because we are going to do yeah. an episode tomorrow <laughs> night. and dig. We have already dug deep in a little bit, but we'll get even more into it tomorrow night. Um, I do want to kind of highlight a couple of positives in the uh, here tonight. Um, one of the things we obviously talked about with Miro being hurt was who was going to have to step up. I was completely wrong in my blog post. I'll just be honest right here. My blog post was completely wrong. It was halfway right. I put one little thing at the bottom and most of it was about, I thought Esselindel was going to have to take up the most ice time. And that wasn't the case. Thomas Harley. Thomas Harley was... I, I, he's no Miro, obviously, and you 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 can't replace Miro. 
obviously he's the number one guy in the NHL, one of the best defensemen in the NHL. But I thought he did a very good job in trying to bandage that hole that we're missing with Miro being out of the lineup. I thought he did pretty well. Yeah, and I really thought a lot of guys stepped up too. Like it, it wasn't just wasn't just Harley. I mean, Hanley played a decent game tonight. Still couldn't pass of his own, but we don't ask him to do that. He played good defensively. Lundqvist, most minutes that he's played this season, he played tonight. Suter was fantastic. I mean, his his assist on the no goal was fantastic. He was super good. He, his pinches were really solid tonight. I thought his passing was way better than it has been. So I feel like all the defense stepped up really well tonight. And that's proven by the, the shot count. Only 22 shots on goal. That's pretty solid, I feel like. That, that should be enough to, to win, honestly. And one of the things I was also going to get into uh, tomorrow, and I will, will, I'll slightly mention the question is, do we have to change the style we play with Miro being out? Is it really that big of a deal that... Yeah. Maybe we have to play more defensive hockey and back off and really focus on the defensive side of the puck. I think that's a good question for tomorrow. Yes, agreed. James, you're frustrated. If you can hold on to it. Yeah. My my can only you? issue. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna say the shots. Okay. <laughs> my only issue is the shots in the Montreal game and then this game are all the way down and it still didn't matter. So that's all I'm gonna say on it. Yeah. I'll okay. I'll give I'll give the last word here. For the third time, stars when they deserve to win a meter. 75 25 for the stars on this it's one. not even close not even close <laughs> they they didn't uh, have dangerous chances they just they just go in every time yeah all, all four of their semi-dangerous chances did go in so all right biggest Sucks not having biggest your li- starting goalie and your best defenseman <laughs> yes that's that is true number one defenseman number one goalie and we still according to the deserved owen meter 75%. Which is which is the Lord. Yes. <laughs> which is which is the Lord and the science of all in hockey. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, guys, uh biggest winner, biggest loser tonight. We'll wrap it up. We'll do more tomorrow. Biggest loser is Scott Wedgwood. He played bad. Biggest James. loser is Scott Wedgwood. He played bad. I'm still upset about the the Yanni Hockenpaw pinch. So I'll, I'll oh, give it to Hockenpaw tonight. Ooh. But that's me. Um, biggest winner. I'm gonna do this because I probably won't ever again. Biggest winner, Ryan Suter. I thought he played really good. I really did. I thought he played great. He should have had an amazing assist. That would have been a highlight reel assist right there. And it was called back for the for the long offsides. Forty seconds. Forty seconds after the offsides, and it doesn't count. I'm I'm standing behind the rule. I think it's a good rule. We were offsides. We shouldn't have been there. Just review everything before the play even ends. Then maybe that. yeah, just yeah, just take the rest off the ice and just have, have wasting... AI do it. Then well, okay. at least well, now like I feel like this is some sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't it's... the name of the podcast, Chris. It is frustrating to play almost a minute of hockey and all of it mean it. nothing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, James, who's your big topic? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we, there's a lot of stuff we got, we, we're going to talk about. Don't worry. My James, biggest, biggest winner. winner, Thomas Harley. I thought he played really good defensively. He still had some miscues, but offensively, he, he was a monster tonight. I mean, Big step. And, and he's he's the big reason why we score on the power to play, too. I mean, he finds finds the hole, which Miro probably would have shot it into someone's legs, to be honest. Let's let's be real. Recently. Uh, 
but he finds the hole and then chips it home. Uh, another night where there's only three penalties all night long. That's weird. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll I give mine. To, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give mine to Thomas Harley as well because this was a very big game for him. Something I neglected to mention in the the blog post I did was the fact that he was the number one defenseman in Texas last year. So it's not like he can't play a, a bunch of minutes. Yeah, it's a lot slower league than the NHL, but he's taken the next step. He's in the NHL. Now he can. He can absolutely be a, a minute muncher, at least for a little bit, uh, until maybe we can find some way to spread out the minutes a little bit more evenly. But uh, I, he's he was my biggest winner tonight. Honorable mention to Jason Robertson. He had a pretty good bounce back game. He should have scored more. That second line good. continues to be the the best line for the Dallas Stars tonight. Yeah, I felt like Robo should have had like three tonight okay. at least. That that's that's the only reason why he's not the biggest winner because he should have had more, even though he has a goal and an assist on the night. He should have had more. All right, gentlemen. Anything else here tonight? Three in a row feels bad. I'll say the last word before we wrap it up. It really feels like these games are just going against us right now. There's just hockey gods right now. It really, it really feels like it. That's, that's and, what and we it, get. it feels it feels worse because we don't have Otter and because we don't have Miro. That's why this feels a lot worse. At most of these games, it, it will turn the tide and it will go in our favor at some point. But we may need to be at the bottom of the ocean before we can rise back up to the top of the surface. I, I don't know. But it, you, you got to think that some of these games at some point are going to start turning into our, in our favor. I really, I really think that. And Wedgwood will start making saves, or maybe Murray gets in and he starts making saves, or something's going to happen that, that will be positive. Something will happen. So we'll, we'll see where it goes over the next course of the next couple of games. It just really sucks that Miro's injury happens when there is a like 12 games in 21 days, I think is what it was, including this one tonight. So he's going to be out for about three weeks is what I saw uh, Uri on uh, Uri Krolik, a friend of the show, kind of guesstimated it would be about three weeks, which is 12 games. All I can say is come back soon, please, Miro. <laughs> this team looks very different without you, and it feel it just feels different that's that's a weird thing to say but it's true it really it just watching the game it felt weird without him on the ice so uh really quick joe mama refs are big losers again ignored some blatant calls yeah but they sort of kind of made up for it but we'll, we'll get into that tomorrow night too okay anyway anyways uh anything else tonight guys no okay along with james along with chris my name is ryan we'll catch you guys on the flip side we will see you guys tomorrow night. It's been a while since we've done a uh, a weekly episode where we just kind of dive into some nitty-gritty stuff. Uh, just been crazy when we decided to make that move to Sunday nights. But we will be doing that, and I uh, hope you will join us tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Central Time. We will catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. We hope you guys have a good afternoon.